Disclaimer. The views expressed on this episode of Perspective Platoon with Pratik are solely the opinions of the host and the guest. The content of the conversation is not reflective of the institutions or establishments mentioned therein. Take all these opinions with a pinch of salt and a dash of lime if needed. Namaskara, good morning, good afternoon or good evening whenever you're watching or listening and welcome to this episode of Perspective Platoon with Pratik. My guest this week is Omkar Yogaraj. Omkar and I have now been friends for close to nine years, I want to say, uh, since our time uh, going to school together in uh, Mangalore, in Mount Carmel Central School. Um, in this episode, we sort of spoke about our time together in school, uh, some of the shenanigans, some of the fun times, some sweet, some savory memories, and so much more. Uh, we also speak about his skating career, since he's a national-level athlete and represents India in multiple international tournaments and meets. So we also spoke about his mentality with regards to that, um, coming back from injuries and so much more. So there's a ton to relate to in this episode and a lot to learn and a lot to sort of see a bit about our backstory and history as well. So without further ado, I present to you Omkar Yogaraj on this episode of Perspective Platoon with Pratik. Hey Omkar, how's it going, bro? Yeah, it's going good. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. It's good to have this conversation. I mean, we probably haven't spoken in a while, so we briefly yeah. spoke before we started recording. So it's good to be able to do this. Um, but yeah, before we get started, if you could introduce yourself, uh, let the people know who you are, uh, some of your likes, your dislikes, future aspirations, and whatever you're willing to share. Yeah, my name's Omkar. I'm an ice skater. I've uh, represented India in the Asian Games. So right now I'm uh, training for the Olympics, uh, Winter Olympics, in fact. So side by side, I'm studying my engineering also in uh, electronics and communications. So uh, my dislikes are, I think, other than skating, maybe I play basketball. Uh, I'm not a pro or something, just okay. So most of the life, it's just been scaring, scaring. So nothing much to dislike over here. It's just the ups and downs of the games, the competitions. Yeah, that's it. Mm-hmm. So you said you're preparing for the Winter Games. When is when is it? Uh, or where is it rather? And or both rather? <laughs> yeah, it's um, next year, 2022. Uh, it's being. I think it's scheduled to be in uh, Beijing, mm. China. So most probably right now, uh, the season, the winter uh, game season starts from uh, October 1st week. So there are like a total of six World Cups. So out of that, uh, I think the top 30 ranking in four World Cups are automatically qualified for the Olympics. And there's going to be one Olympic qualifier after the World Cups, just before the Olympics. So if you are in the top 30 in that, you are into the Olympics. So main, probably I'm just aiming at the Olympic qualifiers so that I get get to train for this uh, next six to seven months. Mm. 
So what is it like, like training for the Olympics or training for the Asian Games or training in general? What what would you say is part of your training regimen of being an ice skater? Um, right now in India, we don't have as such a nice uh, skating infrastructure. So during the winters in the December month, December to Feb month, we go to uh, Jammu Kashmir, Gulmarg. So we get to train over there for 15 days and we have a nationals for two days. So from that, the national team is picked. So the top three make it into the team and the fourth person is taken as standby. So every year it takes place and I think due to the COVID reasons uh, from 2020 and 21, we were not uh, able to go there. And most of the uh, competitions were cancelled also. So it's like a restart now. So they're going to keep a national championship this year again in the month of December. So till then, I hope I'll be like back to shape, good shape. So I just started training two months back since the lockdown opened over here in India. So right now, we're just doing roller skating so that we keep ourselves fit for ice skating when we shift over to ice. Like roller skating and ice is a totally different game because roller is like you're on wheels. So you don't use much of your uh, lower body strength. It's just more of a flow. In ice skating, it's more of a technique and you need a lot of uh, lower body strength and you need to condition your workouts. So right now, my training uh, schedule is morning, uh, three hours training. And uh, after that, in between, it's a recovery period of uh, four hours. So again, in evening, we have uh, two hours of training. So in between, we have our uh, weights, weight workouts in the gym. We go cycling for almost uh, 120 kilometers. So every week, once in a week, we do that. But still, it's not uh, the up to the mark of the Olympians and the world champions because since we lag in the infrastructure over here because of that. And we have to travel abroad for uh, a training also, which is like very, you know, financially, you should be well off for that. So just waiting for a sponsor or something like that just to catch hold of mm-hmm. them and go for that. Mm-hmm. And like, so when did you start skating? I mean, because I mean, we've known each other since like school in Mangalore in Mount Carmel and you've been skating even during that time. So when did all of this start and what sort of interested you in skating? Actually, I, I never, uh, I never thought I'd be like skating for so long. So it was my sister who was like uh, into skating first. Actually, her backstory is that uh, she, when she wasn't first or second standard, I guess uh, she had uh, asked my dad if she can get anything if she scored good marks in school. So my father was like, "Okay, what do you want?" Um, uh, one of my neighbor is a skating coach in Mangalore. So she used to uh, watch her uh, take kids on the road for skating. So she was like, I want to do that. So looking at her, I felt like even I want to do that. I was, I guess, two and a half years or three years. So I used to go with her for practices. And I used to borrow her. Once they finished their training uh, practice uh, the time. So I used to borrow her skates and just walk around and that holding my father's hand and all. So I think that got me into skating slowly, slowly. So that uh, thrill of the, you feel the speed, the wind gushing 
around your ears so that's what got it, got me into it so initial years it was just like for i think we just go for parents just send you so that they don't get to take care of you i guess at home man manage you all the naughtinesses at home at home we create so it is like 2 hours of skating just time pass first 2 3 years once i got into the competition once you come to know the real uh, what do you say the fruits of the victories in competition you get interested into that so i think around when i was in 7 7 years or 8 years old i became became a more uh, more serious about it that's all hmm and in that time of like sort of become making it part of your life was it always like a balancing act for you in terms of like school and skating yeah i think it was that because you know in the morning we used to have in mangalore especially due to the traffic reasons we were uh, doing road training so on the roads if you are there on the road after 7 30 8:00 you know the traffic in mangalore the buses all the vehicles walk around going around so we used to get up at 5 5:30 6:00 training used to start we used to finish it by 7 7:30 and come back home get ready to school by 8 8:30 you are on the city bus 9:00 you are in the school so from 9 to 3:15 3:45 you are in school so again come back home 4:30 get ready go back again in the city bus 5 block start again practice 5 to 8 come back home so it is like that till uh, almost 10 standard i managed it somehow mm-hmm. like that mm-hmm. and you mentioned about like funding and like uh, sponsorship and all that sort of stuff like how does it usually work like does the government sort of have any contribution in terms of sending you guys to tournaments initially when i started uh, like um, when me and my sister started it is just my dad who was uh, financially supporting us and all so later on once we got into the sport deep into it we came to know that yeah the government gives aids to sports persons athletes if you win in nationals or uh, state level competitions so i it's like you get some amount from government but it's not enough maybe it's uh, like a small support what you get from the government yeah they're just supporting you it's not enough to uh, make us like work out throughout the year maybe for one month or two months you are like okay the expenses are dealt by the government later on it's just from your own pocket so right now seeing, seeing the scenes change uh like almost most of the people the ministers or the politicians they supporting sports like maybe uh 10 or 15% so it's that is more than enough actually for uh, people like us but i wish we had that before when i started skating so it would have helped a lot to improve but it's never too late so this keep trying hmm hmm and in terms of like the way that the government contributes like how does that work like is it just like okay here is this amount of funding for training and then you take care of a percentage or like who determines how much they give you no they i think uh, the government has a policy it's like uh, the uh, national medalist international medalist it comes like in order so mm-hmm. international medalist gets around uh, maybe 
if you are a participant or a medalist in uh, international events you get around 5 lakhs that's for the whole year it's not like mentioned that you are using it for training or for equipment it's your like it it's left to you how you are going to use it for a national level skater it's uh, cut down to 3 lakhs state level uh, 1 lakh so somewhat like that so for a person who wants to like uh, keep competing at uh, international level minimum for like you need around uh, 2 lakhs per month to spend it on the training the equipments the nutrition you require so the coaches the trainers and your traveling expenses and all so it requires 2 2 lakhs at least to be able to train to that level if you want to go to the ex- exceed their level of competition you need more than that and you need to be in the proper uh, training uh, uh, what do you say uh, i'm not getting the word the training institute like in you have this uh, calgary institute in canada so they have the separate program for uh, ice skating so for 8 uh, months they train you like they train you what on, on your uh, requirement so if you are a beginner they put you into that beginners group and make sure you get better and better day by day so it's like every year they have this so to get into that you have to have that standard uh, timing so in 500 meters you are supposed to clock around 46 45 seconds so if you are good enough for that they take you into training and they make sure that you reduce those timing because right now the uh, world championship the races final races timings comes around around 41 seconds 42 seconds so that to cut off 4 seconds you need a lot of time and what is what is the difference in terms of training or in terms of like practice that can make that switch of like just 4 seconds cuz i've heard i think it was um i think it was like virat kohli who's like a indian cricketer who was talking about it somewhere in an interview about that difference in speed of running towards a ball to catch it in cricket or like your speed in general depends on like how many hours you put behind the scenes in terms of practice so what does it take for you all in terms of putting in that practice to make up that difference Yeah so every training institute has their own pattern of training athletes so they first when they uh, call you into the program they check like uh, on the first day they take a fitness test so they know that at what level you can train with them so they try to first refine all the uh, what do you say the mistakes what you have, what you have, whatever you have they try to perfect those mistakes first then they push you so it's like uh, before it was like just train 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 now you train smarter you get faster better even more uh, efficient like quickly so your injuries are less uh, prone to less injuries and you're fit enough to go into the next race and yeah in india i i think there's uh, one or two institutes which uh, have like sports management as the uh, what do you say the subject in the college and rest of them it's like just engineering medical they 
they don't take care like okay you are going good in sports so we are going to support you no it's like you you are doing your sports but you have to study also if you are not in you are not studying over here you better leave that and come back over here it's not very supportive uh, even like parents also they also want you like uh, backup they need a backup like if you are not good or you don't success in sports so let there be a uh, education backup so that you can just come and follow on this and work so that's i think that's how in, it works in india abroad uh, like if you're good at one sport they take you they adopt you they train you until you become a champion so i think it you know, things needs needs to change in uh, india right now maybe it's changing now because like most of the olympians are uh, from north india and all they have more and more institutes coming up over there so i think south indians need to work on that little more and what is the emotional toll that that takes on you to sort of know that um even in the back of your back of your parents minds instead of sort of motivating you to do well towards sports they're like okay okay fine do this but also make sure you have a backup like what sort of toll does that take on you mentally and emotionally from your yeah. own opinion my own opinion my parents are like uh, now i am doing engineering so uh according to my age i was supposed to finish my engineering and i was supposed to get a job right now so after i think our, uh, plus 2 i dropped a year just to go for asian games so after that my parents were like okay you can't continue just sports you need a backup so join some college take your own time just don't go into just one thing because you need a backup in future so then i got into engineering the college which i chose was i think initially it was like okay you just rushing into things so i just got into some college and later on once i joined the college i came to know that they don't support sports as much as this uh, do on the education so right now my i was supposed to be in the fourth year like the finishing year of my degree like the last sem exams are going are going on right now for them so i was supposed to write the exams with them but i am still in the third year so my parents are like okay you're doing something in skating so don't let it go try to balance and just i don't want you to become a topper or something just pass you get a degree then you continue sports because they know that okay he's going to do something over here so they have that confidence that okay we'll just push him from the back there's a support behind you but once you come back and there's no support from the college and they like some of uh, most of the time they have uh, competitions and the exams uh, clash so the timings are very difficult to manage so i'll have to leave my exams and go for the competition and when i come back and ask for the exams to be given to me separately they're like no we can't give you so i'll have to sit again one year wasted mm-hmm. same attending the same subject so it's kind of like i'm sometimes i feel like am i stuck somewhere or am i going anywhere so kind of in between but once i see the progress in skating i'm like okay i'm going here now since the covid reasons are here we are stuck at home so for the last two months it was like just study 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 whatever is there try to clear all the subjects which are left back so once i come back to training 
so that I don't have to make my life too hectic about like balancing both of them. Mm. How much is that sort of noticing of progress in skating uh, reliant on patience? Because I think that that's something very important, right? Like you have to be patient with all of these things. So how do you think it is important for you personally in like the larger scheme of things? Yeah, so when I started skating, like I was three years old, so it was like, okay, you're going for a sport, skating. Once I got like into proper professional skating, uh, competing in the national state level competitions and all. So that time, it's like you decide whether uh, you want to continue this form or just like, okay, one national I just won a medal more than enough. I'm satisfied with myself and you come back to normal mm-hmm. school life. So for me, it was like initially when I started, uh, I had a lot of competitions over here, even in state, district, state, nationals. So to get into the next level, it was very difficult. Sometimes I used to come to the, uh, the state level and not get selected and come back. So initially for almost seven to six years, it was just come get selected for state level, participate, take the experience, go home. So other side, my sister was getting selected to national. So that kept motivating me like, okay, I have to do this someday or the other. Don't give up. So after that, once you get that uh, taste of victory in nationals, once you get selected to national, you know, like, okay, you have to train this much to get selected for nationals, to compete with those guys over there in the national level. So since then, after seven to eight years, It is like, okay, even if I'm not skating for uh, two to three months, I know how much I have to train to come back to the old form. So right now, it's I think uh, that's how it works. So initially, when you go, you're like, okay, I'm not fast enough. What am I doing wrong? You get irritated a lot. So you just have to, it's like a process. You have to be very patient. You have to trust the process, work hard. Uh, Like you don't give up in between. Don't let it go. So just keep going on with the circle. Have you had any of those moments where you were like, um, I don't see this going anywhere, I want to stop? Or has it always been like sort of, okay, I'm fine, I'll keep going, I'll be patient? Yeah, I think in uh, first PU, I had gone to this uh, World Junior Championship in Japan. So in one of the races, I had a bad fall. I hit my back uh, to the padding of the wall. If you have seen the short track races, it's a small 100 meters uh, rink. So if you slip a little, you just go and hit the wall, bam. So there's a big sponge support over there, but still it's not enough. So when I hit that, at that speed, my back, the L3 and L4 disc slipped and it collapsed a little. So at that, at that time, I didn't know, like, I was like, okay, normal back pain. I'll just continue on. So it went on for uh, two months. The pain was increasing. It was like, very excruciating. Like you couldn't get up from the bed. So after that, I got uh, into physiotherapy and almost for seven to eight months, I was not into skating. I think it was, I don't know. It was a good time for me because once I finished my first pew, we were into second pew. So for the seven months, I was like, okay, study, study. Bed rest, I was uh, told six to seven months of bed rest. You are not supposed to do any sports activity. So I at the end of the seventh or eighth month, uh, we had this nationals in uh, Kulmad for uh, ice skating. 
so i called up my coach and i was like i i want to come to the competition i i had told him like okay you don't expect me to win any medals i'm just going to come participate i just want to see where i am right now so that i can start rebuilding myself again so i went there i think based on my experiences from the previous years i won uh, in both of the races i came first so he was like i had this back brace the belt to get they had given me a belt and they had given me painkillers the 1000 mg uh, painkiller so that even if i get little pain you take that and you will be able to at least participate or do something so i won uh, both the races my coach was like he was very happy he was like after even though you are injured you are doing good so come back try again it's not a big issue just take uh, small steps in the beginning so i came back uh, after second few after all the exams i told my dad like okay one year i just want to do skating 2017 16 uh, we i finished yeah we finished our exams we had a very uh, what do you say the exams are like we had the chemistry paper which was kept postponing every time i remember this yeah three times we wrote the paper so it is like okay this finish that after that i told my dad like my coach told like this so he told 2017 the session games he is like asking me whether i want to train or something then my dad was like okay if you want to go into skating go do it because he was there when the race happened in gulmar he had seen me through that the 7 8 months in at home like he could see that pain okay he's not skating what is he going to do maybe he's going to get into a wrong path or something like that but once he saw me coming back slowly so he was like okay he's going to a very like the proper person to train so my coach he has been the indian team coach for almost 17 years so he says only one thing whenever he sees me he's like you're a very patient man i've never seen someone so calm and like peaceful like you because during the races everyone are like okay the panicking they're like what should i do and he looks at me he's like you have that calm face they, that face no it gives that fear in the in your competitors thinking what are you doing going to do next so once i finished the exams i shifted to mysore i i just called up one night i was like sir i'm coming tomorrow to mysore he's like okay you come come to my house you can stay over here only so he had uh, his house is there so beside his house he had taken a rent rented house for just for skaters like skaters who come for training from uh, other state and all so they were already two two before me so i just went and joined so it was like a new experience when all of a sudden you're leaving your house coming and staying in a stranger's house initially it took time he was like okay he didn't force me into like you have to come training today you like take your time uh, like if you we are doing a 10 kilometer session today uh, today take your time you can do 5 kilometer finish it just don't go home unsatisfied be satisfied with your training so that that was the process where it started like coming back from the injury again getting fit so it was like most of the people were like okay no he's gonna not be able to do a comeback because of his back injury and all so i i didn't take it too much to my head i was like i just kept telling my coach he he was like he just had one thing just kept telling me one thing he's like 
you are not scared of anyone they are scared of you just keep training you'll get better day by day but don't skip any day that's all be regular so i think it took me almost 3 to 4 months to get back into the flow like the normal fitness of uh the beginners i guess so the 3 4 months was very difficult you could see all uh, uh, the skaters passing by next to you so it was like very difficult he used to make us sit like our group we used to sit and we used to talk about that weeks training yeah you have improved this much you need to improve here so that took like a lot of toll on me he was very helpful in that and yeah once i came into that good form and i got into the national team i participated in the asian games like people then believed like yeah okay he is the real deal you can't mess with him so whenever i step on to the ground they are like okay if anyone is not a competitor and if omkar is there he is surely the competition over there even if he has not practiced he is surely going to do some impact in that race so yeah ups and downs are there in life i think that uh, one year period time of uh, uh training for the asian games taught me a lot of patience so it taught me like don't never give up you know there are ups and downs when you're down obviously there's an up it's a circle so right now it's just going like that like nowadays because of the covid like, last month uh, in april we had a national so that time we didn't have much practice time over here in karnataka because the covid restrictions very strict over here so the people other places they had like more uh, free time to train so when we went to the nationals my aim goal was like okay you are oh, yeah, you have reached here you know what you are going to do just concentrate on yourself so may most probably i think this year's nationals were my best performance out of all the year but i had a fall in my first race so everyone expected me to like not even get it in the finals that, this year so once you had the fall the next event i came back i came second then it was just a like a uh, flow just go with the flow you start winning uh, all the three events i just won all three events my coach was like he ne- he literally told this to me after all the competition you have not come training this year properly you just there for uh, i think 3 months proper training with the 3 months training you are able to like show these guys some tough time so he was like don't give up try how much ever you can make time come for practice so yeah patience is the key i guess to everything mm. Mm. and what's the fire like within an athlete like you to sort of come back from an injury like that because a lot of the times like even in daily life when you know when we tend to fall down metaphoric metaphorically speaking sometimes you're going to be like okay it's fine you know like I'll, i guess it's not for me i'll figure something else out but in your case it was the complete opposite you chose to continue like pursuing it so what was that fire like for you inside of you and second of all um how does that fire keep you going today so yeah 
it's sort of like i i, I think uh, when i see the others uh how do you say this yeah when i was like small when i used to look at my sister like she used to win all the national medals so some spark comes in inside you it's like okay even you can do this why not you the same thing happened once uh, once you get into that big a group of group, uh, big leagues so you see all the seniors like okay they are they are fast they are fast even you are supposed to like uh, one day or the other you are going to compete against them so you have to get to that level so every day it's like you just keep a target small targets so that once you are into the competition the bigger targets looks small to you so most probably when uh, when i shifted to mysore i had this senior uh, so he used to be like okay initially he used to uh, bully me a lot he's be like hey, you are not uh, doing training at all you have a back injury leave skating why are you doing this and all. so i i took it at heart i didn't want to be like okay i've just given up my studies for one whole year i can't go back to that so i have to keep pursuing this so just keep pushing yourself because in life you get opportunities if you're not using it maybe sometimes you lose sometimes you win but just go for the next opportunity don't stop at that moment like most of the time now see i've lost so many races like initially when i started first 7 8 years it was like who is omkar now it's like okay omkar is there from karnataka he is a good skater so they know that is if i am there in the team it's going to be a very strong team so that's what it keeps me pushing every day like now also we take we i think in between you need to have that small breaks in life and uh, get back to reality now you have to be like okay uh, whatever done till now you have to look back once and see like okay i reached till here so what is the next step i'm going to do so that's how i guess it keeps me uh progressive every day so it's not like okay today i didn't do well so tomorrow it's not going to be good i just look at it at a other term okay what mistake did i do today so that i don't repeat it again it's just a sort of experience you get from it Mm-hmm. and how important uh, is discipline and sort of like that balance with motivation in all of this sort of coming to where it is i think if you are uh, discipline is the most important because if you are not disciplined even if you have that motivation it's not going to uh, work out for you so initially you have to be very disciplined you have to like uh, follow the training patterns your diet your what uh, like what daily uh, timetable you have so basically i think if you're not disciplined enough even though if you have that motivation it's not going to give you that uh, output which you see like what you want to do so because i've seen most of the guys they are like okay uh today i am not uh, going to do this exercise i am not in the mood to do this so 
I think in the longer run, it affects small part of your uh, competition. I, on the other hand, I'll be like, okay, even if I don't have any mode, I just like, okay, if they are telling me to do 10 sets, at least out of 10, minimum seven or eight sets we finish and just go off. Because sometimes you feel that, okay, I'm not feeling well today. But those are the days that counts actually. Uh, like if you're taking rest, uh, once you start taking that rest, your mind gets uh, set to that. It's like, okay, you rested yesterday. Why don't you rest today also? It just keeps, the cycle keeps repeating again and again. So if you're not disciplined and uh, yeah, it's, I think equally uh, the, what do you say? It affects your motivation and your outcome of the, uh, on, on the competition days. Yeah, we've sort of spoken about like your challenges in terms of coming back from the injury and sort of like the negatives. But if you were to sort of look back on your sort of journey of skating so far and what's to come, what are some of the positives that you see on the on this journey that you've had so far? Uh, in skating, like initially, I think when you were small, I didn't, uh, I don't think we cared about what people thought about us. What like it didn't matter to us. It was like okay, you do whatever you want. I'm just gonna follow what I want. So you just back answer. Once you get into that mature state of age, you know you feel like okay, I shouldn't shouldn't have done that. So initially it was like I was a very short tempered person. You know that because it's cool you've seen me. So I was a very short tempered person, and most of them are like okay, you just have to give a small spark to him, and he's going to just run off from the course he's gonna fall off on his own you don't have to do anything just small small temper so i think initially uh once i finished with second pu when i had that time that uh, time to think at home during the injury time so it is a it is like a uh pause moment for me to look back and just see how i was till then and how i'm going to be in the future. So after that, the people who saw me before and the people who see me now, they're like, this is a totally different Omkar. You're like the very opposite person who we saw long back. So right now you, they're like, uh, you come and insult me, you tease me. I'm like, I'm on my own. I know what I'm going to do today. I'm not going to let your talks or your uh, insults uh, interfere with my feelings or with my emotions so I think because of skating I learned that to show that in my uh, other life also even in college now uh, in college when I go to ask for exams they're like okay we can't give you exams right now and like okay there's a, another chance I'll try again so I don't feel like yeah, I'm going back or something like that. So it's just a happy journey till now, I guess. So let's see how it's going to go forward. Yeah. What are you hopeful about for the future or like sort of what future aspirations do you have for yourself in terms of your skating journey? In terms of my skating journey, like right now it's just 
depends on the covid uh, situation over here because uh, because of it we are not, we are not allowed to go out a lot we can't train for longer period of time because once the uh, people started gathering at the place so the police comes and he'll be like okay people are gathering over here you need to move out so we're just waiting for it to deteriorate like let the days uh, the situation become normal so accord- according to my plan i was supposed to be training uh, for the world championship in uh, yeah it was supposed to be in september now postponed to november so now it's like i've pushed my goal to the next one so next year we have the summer asian games which is uh, going to be held in china the event venue is not yet finalized so the aim is to target that so right now it's like okay practice 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 uh, in side by side try to manage uh, college also so once everything gets normal you can go on full throttle Mm. Cool. Well, good luck to you for that, bro. Uh, I hope oh, I wish you the best and uh, you know do well. Uh, but we're gonna transition into talking about something that brought us together, which was high school or yeah. school rather, because high school over here has a different meaning. Uh, but um, we met there. What was it in eighth? In eighth standard, or was it seventh standard that we met? Eighth standard. Eighth standard, right? Okay. Yeah. So, uh, eighth standard, yeah. So, those of you watching who don't know or listening, rather, uh, Omkar and I both went to the school called Mount Carmel Central School in Mangalore, which is in Karnataka in India, and uh, that's how we met each other first. And we were classmates till the tenth standard, um, and we've had our <laughs> we've had our times uh, as classmates with other people as well. So. Yeah, like in that sense, what are some of your fondest memories of high school or like of school in general of Mount Carmel? High school, I think first day when I came to that school, uh, maybe you were the first person to call me out and you were like, "That's the girls' place, dude. Come and sit with us." Because mm-hmm. I was like, I didn't know where to sit because we, uh, I think uh, that was the only school which had the separate chairs and the desk for every person. So you didn't know where to sit. I just went and sat randomly. You were like, "Bro, that's mm-hmm. girls' place. Come and sit with us over here." Then I think, mm-hmm. yeah, after that we just uh, got off into a conversation, uh, introduce ourselves, and uh, more. I think uh, Ronson was my schoolmate in a, like my previous school, so I knew him and some of the guys from uh, other senior classes. I knew most of them, so ninth, tenth uh, standard guys, and all. They were my seniors in my old school, mm-hmm. so they kind of knew me. So it got like uh, awkward in the first day because I was sitting with the girls. Then we're like, okay. Mm-hmm. Then I think I remember our very first uh, that teacher. What's her name? Sister Rupal. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. She she was uh, she was from Jamshedpur. She was like always blabbering about yeah, this Jamshedpur is good, Jamshedpur is that. We used to get pissed off a lot, and we to, yeah. So the first eighth standard was like okay, it took time to get used to all my friends and all. Then yeah, most of the time it was like okay, we are uh, you were good in studies and sports and dance and all. It is like okay, being Pratik's friend is going to help a lot. 
for me in studies and yeah sports also like okay okay because you had a huge build so like okay football you can use this guy as a defender or a goalie so i think that that was what i thought i don't know about the others so mm-hmm. it is like that kind of like that that's what the first impression was like okay this guy is confident guy so maybe you be friends with him you're going to go good for mm-hmm. longer term <laughs> yeah i mean i wouldn't call myself much of a sports person in terms of like the way that i took part in school but uh, yeah like in terms of like our memories i remember like starting around in like 8 we were in those two different classes right like we had 8a and 8b and uh, we were together in 8b and there were some other people in 8a um and these are just class divisions for those of you wondering what i'm talking about but um yeah we had uh, with sister rupal i mean as much as like at that time uh, she felt like a bit of a pain in the backside i feel like <laughs> i remember some things that she said that now that i think about it i'm like yeah that is sort of true and i'm glad that i've changed but uh, i don't know if you remember this story uh this one time uh, we spoke about her before we started recording but uh, neetika was i think we were all in the library i don't know if you were there uh but we were all in the library and uh, neetika started making fun of me so well let me add some context uh for those of you listening and watching like a lot of the times we get paired with a girl in school and i was paired with this girl called uh, nichelle and um <laughs> she started making fun of me and at that point in time i had a really i had a temper too uh and i remember throwing yeah, yeah, a bottle at her fractured hand i remember <laughs> yeah, yeah i remember it was like i think we, uh, we were in library and uh, she started making fun of you in the library and then after that we had our study break or something the homework hour Mm. yeah homework right. hour, we had our homework hour and you went back to the class and they were still making fun of you in the class by the time uh, me sonal and rest of the guys reached you had already fought with her and she was holding her hand you were like oh fractured fractured and all yeah, i still remember then sister rupal from the staff room came running she was like what is this pratik i yeah those are the days man yeah, i remember <laughs> i remember yeah yeah and then i remember after that uh, our principal sister melissa called me and she was like look we were playing outside during that time we were playing and then she called me from her uh, window cuz her window was facing yeah. like the playground area in the back side so i remember her calling and she was like yeah 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 i remember her calling and she was like uh, look you threw it at her flare fractured arm if she breaks it again then you will have to pay for it i was like okay sister yes. and then i walked away but uh yeah luckily she didn't break her arm um but uh, yeah i don't think i've spoken to her much since after 10th but you said you spoke to her recently but uh yeah like i think that sort of connection again we were talking about this before we started recording but that connection that we had with a lot of our classmates is not as exi- not as existent anymore um but you know hopefully we can meet down the road but uh <laughs> <laughs> do you remember the i don't know how much you remember of this but do you remember that uh in 10th we had to like be in the corridor as like prefects not prefects but like 
these uh, what was it called like the student council officers or whatever we were yeah yeah the student council you were the student uh, people leader i was the sports minister we are, we were supposed to make the kids go in line down the stairs right so every floor yeah. we had like two 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 of us standing over there and i was in the ground floor and you were supposed to be in the main gate or like close the gate you were like okay send these people down yeah. send these guys down so yeah i yeah. remember that yeah yeah there's a lot of sort of memories like that like uh <laughs> being uh, we performed also for like teachers day and yeah uh, teachers day annual day right yeah i think yeah, i remember in, doing uh, ninth or eighth ninth standard i guess we performed uh, for uh, independence day that what's her name vidya ma'am she was a class teacher mm-hmm. at that time she you were her favorite dude you <laughs> mifsid you both were her favorite students she used to like pratik come here you have to do this you have to do that like she used to call you for everything you remember we had gone to get those costumes and all in her car Hmm. Yeah. So, uh, she, I, la, I think I spoke to her last time on Facebook. I was like, "Hi, ma'am, how are you?" And she was like, "Okay, awkward." So I didn't feel like continuing that conversation after that. Okay. Yeah. 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 I remember that in uh, eighth standard, uh, for like Teachers Day, Teachers Day is celebrated as like a day for teachers on like the fifth of September in India. so um we did like that slow motion dance by that guy yeah. raghav right to his music and all that yeah. and yeah i remember everybody was like uh, <laughs> if you were to use today's lingo like so hyped up about it yeah. um i remember we used to practice in like those uh uh kindergarten classrooms <laughs> yeah right and after school play. and just to have a lot of fun over there yeah yeah like most of the I practice sessions yeah. were like oh, i one hour if we took to practice half of it was i think only 10 minutes we did practice and rest of it was just playing around yeah and you were you were like okay come back guys practice we need to practice we were like no you yeah. practice do we just 10 minutes is more than enough we'll play you start playing football or the the kindergarten classes had a small balls the plastic balls we used to play football cricket right Yeah, yeah, remember the time we used to play uh, cricket in the in the class with that uh, used to roll the paper around with the cello tape. <laughs> yeah, and once yeah. we had it it to the like I did to the CCTV camera of our class and it got bent a little, mm. and mm. the principal came to our class and she was like, "If it's broken, you guys have to pay for it." And she didn't know who played because at that time they were not recording, I guess. Mm. So yeah, I remember that then. we had broken not broken the tire was already broken and we were playing football with the duster oh yeah true 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 <laughs> and yeah. we all got called to the principal's office when that tire broke and i wasn't in there or that time i was in some nationals mm-hmm. or something so the all the blame was on me they like home car did it i was like when did this happen then mm-hmm. i explained her right? like, i was not here and i was in competition then they like, no no you did it before you went and like, you are telling it happened day before yesterday or something i just came today from the competition i'm just hearing it today then she yeah. like, oh okay and because anything happened in between our classes fight or something i was the first person to be named like omkar is the one 
because of him. Mm-hmm. Because I used to be half of the time the reason for it. Yeah. Yeah, cuz uh was it were we playing with the other class or was it just us playing in the 8th in 8th we, we used to go like uh, on the break we used to go and play in the A class. Mm. Like yeah. in between the breaks we used to go and play over there. Mm-hmm. And we used to have this activity day on Saturday, dance, karate right. and all. I still remember the dance dance classes. Yeah, it was with Charan, no? Was it Ch- Charan yeah, sir yeah. and Mahesh sir? Yeah. Yeah. It was good. Yeah. He was like crazy guy. Between he used to like that at that point of time, uh, sitting with girls or talking to girls was like okay, the this pairing uh, thing started over there. So we were not allowed to talk to girls or sit with them. Even if we sat, it was seen as a punishment, not as like mm-hmm. okay, they are going to stay. Yeah. not going to be uncomfortable i think we were made to sit once eighth standard yeah eighth standard we were made to made to sit once mm. because, like it was like uh, punishment because we used to talk a lot in the other classes disturb right. the class so sister rupal uh, mixed up the whole bench area everything and we were made to sit with like two adjacent girls sorry we don't speak we we were like open minded people then only so we are going to talk mm. we are going to do our job <laughs> yeah yeah see those days uh, like it's coming back now hey right yeah yeah there was this one time like i remember we had these moral science classes uh um, yeah, and brother yeah. what's his name dude Oh, what I don't remember his name from our sense no, I don't <laughs> Yeah, I don't remember his name either, but this one time I remember like cuz Rosama ma'am was the class teacher for the other class. So I remember um Sister Rupal sort of combined the girls of both classes one yeah, time yeah, and the boys because... of the class one time to like talk about uh sexual education or something like yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. i think after some time they made us sit together then the girls were like they're not comfortable some of them were like oh, what is this so mm-hmm. i think it went back to normal again and in the eighth standard i think we had skipped that whole chapter of reproductions if you remember yeah i don't think we went over a lot of it it was just like okay this this and then we just this, skipped yeah, it yeah you have this that this parts remembered okay you're done with that because mm-hmm. we, i think that was the year they started with the smart classes and all so we uh, we i think who, who did we have for biology that year we forced uh, like where, where when are you going to teach us this chapter and she was like no this is not there in the syllabus that's all you have she used to always mm-hmm. dodge around and uh, try to avoid that chapter all altogether yeah was it shrividya ma'am or no not shrividya there was another teacher right like the slightly leaner teacher tall I can't remember her name right now. Yeah. Most but I remember we I had remember a different bio teacher. Sister Opal, Vidya, Sylvia ma'am. Then that Hindi short lady was there. I don't remember her Sujata name. Sujata ma'am, I think, right? Yeah, Su- Sujata ma'am. Then uh, for uh, maths and uh, physics, we had Ashwin sir. Yeah. Maths, yeah, maths. Some part of maths was Rosama ma'am and uh, some part of it was Ashwin sir. 
Yeah, yeah. first course we had, first year we had, what's his name, Prakash. Yeah, yeah, Prakash, yeah. 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 He was very rude guy. Yeah, he was an interesting character, yeah. Uh, yeah. Later on, the guy who is there now, what's his name, Praveen Kumar. Yeah, Praveen sir, yeah. Yeah, I used to call him PK. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. on the first day, is he day, still I there? Guess, yeah, he's still there. His daughter yeah. studies there now. Oh, okay. Mm. Yeah. So he he had uh, he had asked me once like, uh, can you come to school for skating coaching? And I told I'm shifting to Mysore for my studies and skating related things. Mm. So most probably not now. I'll send someone whom I know who's there in Bangalore. because mm-hmm. right now for uh, cbsc curriculum they've added skating as a subject like kind of a option oh, okay in sports mm. so if you remember we had that grade upgradation if you had uh, good in co curricular activities yeah yeah so somewhat that's going to use be useful for them in that so he had asked me that time i had uh, i had sent some parent like i knew someone in uh, mangalore who was interested in going to school to teach skating so i had sent them i don't know whether they are continuing it from right now mm. yeah mm. yeah so ma'am was a that character where you, you see that over reacting character in the movies the you have that funny over reacting lady remember they made us cut the lyrics of the song just so that we don't use that part in dance we just said like okay yeah. only the music is going to be there no lyrics we are going to remove it from now i think pungi mm. yeah pungi she like what is this pungi remove that remove the whole song yeah yeah so I, later on i think they came out of it and they started supporting some water little becoming yeah. open about things Right. Yeah. You were like, "Oh, remove this, cut that, cut this." It's like so restricted. Yeah. Yeah, they were quite conservative about a lot of things. Like, yeah, I remember, like, we edited only like the instrumental parts of the songs, and then that's what we had to dance to. We couldn't yeah. dance to the music. But then I remember, like, our seniors at that time, they got permission for some reason, uh, and they were able to do it or something like that. I remember that happening too. Uh, but yeah yeah but <laughs> this is just a random question off of like the teachers that we've spoken about have you ever like had that moment where you went back and you were like oh but i think they were right i mean not about the music thing but like generally speaking because there were a lot of times when uh, i remember they would uh, have these huge like they'd have their class period but instead of teaching they'd have a full hour of just like lecturing us about like the stupid things that we did So looking back do you remember anything that now you're like oh I I see where they came from or anything like that Yeah because at that time I guess we had the like the surroundings were very conservative kind of thing so mm-hmm. we're not allowed to be open or like that so when you go back to that situation it's like okay that was right but as yeah. you went on maybe now when i see that i feel like okay that put some discipline into me right now because if i was too open or straight that time the situations could have changed i guess right now yeah yeah 
yeah because i feel like a lot of the times yeah go ahead yeah yeah continue no no it's okay go ahead go ahead no yeah because like now when you see that no because the younger generation are open now they like they are more uh, what do you say they have the resources in their hands so whatever mm-hmm. you want you just google you get it so yeah when we were there we had to go to the cyber center the computer uh, cyber center to get all the information or we had to ask yeah. our parents or uh, ask our teachers so maybe they thought like if let's keep them protected let them come to know on yeah. their own right now right yeah according to that it worked out good i guess till then yeah now you know the yeah, importance it... of all that yeah and i think that's sort of like the hindsight that i have also like we don't realize what they say is actually like sort of i mean sure like there are some things that if you look back also you're like well i wish that that was handled better but generally speaking when you look back on those things you're like oh um you know they were actually right about quite a few things and like the way that we did did things um so it, it sort of helps but i think because we're still like in that very childish mentality we're in like our initial years of being teenagers uh it all just sort of enters one here and then leaves out of the other year it doesn't necessarily stick yeah 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 cuz i remember especially um i think it was especially with them and silvia ma'am they used to like uh have a lot of the times they'd have like a session when they just talked yeah, to us about we, like we used to have a lot of lectures sessions with them rest yeah. of the teachers they used to go and tell them and they used to come and give us lectures the yeah. whole period we used to have that I, yeah. i i still remember do you remember the labs we had like lab sessions mm. physics not physics lab the chemistry lab where uh, we had to do that uh, i think the pipette or something yeah pipetting thing and we were spraying water on each other and i by mistakely <laughs> cursed some guy and she the class whole class went silent at the same time and she heard it and she was like who is that who is that so yeah that time she was like you're not supposed to use cold like that in front of uh, your elders or something like that mm-hmm. she was cool about it she was like okay you're still young you're going you're going to learn yeah yeah, yeah. cuz we had a lot of teachers who sort of came and went at that time too i feel like uh, in like 9th or 10th we had quite a few new teachers uh, yeah, for chemistry for, uh, chemistry we had a lady she Yeah, she was there only for one year, I guess. For tenth standard, yeah. yeah, that's all. After that, she left. Yeah. Tenth, yeah. we had eighth, ninth standard. I don't think we had any new teachers. No, yeah. no I don't think so. Yeah. Wait, did we have a com- new computer teacher in ninth or tenth? I think uh, ninth. Yeah, ninth. Hmm. Eighth standard, mm-hmm. we had uh, what's her name, Rakshita. Yeah, she used to yeah, uh, you always call you Rakshita and one more I don't remember the other the ma'am name. Yeah. Yeah, because in between Rakshita ma'am had left school and uh, after that she came when we were in tenth I guess she joined back. Yeah. 
I think the other teacher's man name was Sonia, ma'am. I think. Yeah. Yes. 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 Yeah. Her husband used to teach us maths in Mahesh. Oh, really? Yeah, he is a maths teacher. Oh. Prashant, yeah, Prashant. Oh, okay. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Do you ever wish to go back to school and just meet these people? <laughs> Not most of them. Uh-huh. Uh, just go and uh, like just go to that place and uh, uh, try to remember all the memories we had. Right. So just go back and see like okay you were here you had you had done this now just look at the differences we had then and now. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Very true. Very true. Yeah. Because I'm sure like if we walk into that compound hall, it'll bring back like a lot of memories. um yeah in terms of like that l shaped building like we had that open ground in front of the building right yeah. so yeah i remember as like sort of having assemblies there and uh, we'd also have like marching practice for inter- uh, independence march, day march. yeah saturday yeah. we used to have that mass pt yeah 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 and you were supposed we, to be yeah. in that like the front back giving the commands yeah. So you had yeah. to raise your voice. They used to make fun of you in the group behind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember because because I was like uh, the pupil leader at that time. I had to like uh, give the marching orders or whatever. Yeah, yeah. But fun times. It's like thinking back about it. It it sort of makes you laugh. It also makes you think about the people that have sort of come and gone. Uh, you know, in your life, but. Um, Yeah man I mean hopefully I I hope that we can all like sort of meet together when everybody is over there in Mangalore I mean yeah not everybody's going to want to do it I mean I'm not calling anybody out or anything like that but you know it's it's a personal yeah, choice if you want yeah, to that's fine it's their own personal choice if they want to come see, yeah right now I think at this point of stage in life we just want to forget all those I think bad things or bad experiences with people you had and just come back and be like okay we studied together for uh, almost 3 years it is part of our life get together try to remember the good things not all the bad things and enjoy the moment and go on from there right 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 yeah yeah cuz i remember i mean there's a ton of good memories like we remember like i remember we all went out for like uh food sometimes we sometimes went to like movies together um we did all that sort of stuff too so we we, we had a lot of good memories yeah school trip to ismaya was it ismaya or was it sadumari kingdom i think they had planned for either one of them and they made us go to the other one i don't remember the which, which one because my parents at the last moment they're like okay you're not going you're staying at home and you all had gone by train and uh, yeah we were just new to facebook that time i guess so we had like later on after coming back we, some of them had posted pictures on facebook we had all these comments it was like the likes were very less than the comments so it was a lot mm-hmm. of fun yeah and the person's photo which is uploaded was never on facebook that time and we made fun of it right yeah Yeah, <laughs> he never knew about it until like some other guy went and showed him. He's like, "See, bro, your photos on Facebook, and look at the comments." Yeah, yeah, 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I remember that picture. Was it with the glasses and like yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Look like that uh or that this character that time with hat with the big glasses with the small head some mm-hmm. movie character yeah. I don't remember. Mm. It was fun that time. Yeah. 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 And I mean there's a lot of dumb that we've done too. <laughs> like in terms of making fun of people like i remember people like uh, azim and all would like pull out our calendars and like start calling us from our parents names yeah yeah uh, father's name is seriously dude now when i look back no when i look at a person see now if you are in front of me and i all of a sudden you meet me after a long time i don't remember your name i remember your father's name first right right, like, right yeah then like fuck no it's pratik yeah <laughs> that's yeah. how it goes so now you, you remember in the exams also in uh, in english exams we used to write our uh, names and all this to mix up the names of fathers so i used to make fun mm-hmm. all of them yeah yeah <laughs> i remember one time somebody was copying i guess from was it Ron, i think it was ronson and karan i don't know if you remember this but uh, it was some exam okay and uh, Karan and Ronson were sitting next to each other um and I think Ronson ended up copying Karan's name on his name too yeah. do you remember this yeah yeah the letter we uh, letter uh, letter writing we had some question about letter writing see yeah. he had ditto copied the same thing and even his name so he got caught for that he got the writing copy yeah 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 you're right though like whenever you think of somebody like their father's name tends to pop up in your head <laughs> the yeah. first thing is mm-hmm. the father's name then you go to that person a like, proper person and we right. i don't think we did that to the girls only guys had that thing i guess no. like no i think we did we like uh, i think some of them did find out some girls fathers names too i think as he found out somebody's name yeah but we used to not go into that extent of uh, teasing right. them or, yeah. like guys we had that okay once you start teasing we used to go all out you remember right. isham isham oh yeah we used to tease yeah. him a lot he, he was like very silent guy but he <laughs> okay you got to tease me today yeah yeah so uh, yeah. we used to have a lot of fun pulling each other's chairs when we were going to sit ஒன்னும்ிசேஜ்ிசேஜ்ிசேஜ்ிசேஜ்ிசேஜ்ிசேஜ்ிசேஜ்ிசேஜ்ிசேஜ்ிசேஜ்ிசேஜ்ிசே
<laughs> yeah i remember that too like and also like a lot of the times um we end up like uh i think this was mainly in 10th but while we were walking out towards the bus stop we'd stop by that uh, uh that man's shop like the yeah. bald headed guy's shop and we'd stand there and just talk I for a while bald headed guy what's that guy's name melissa's father no not melissa's father dude like the other one i mean i know like melissa's uh the other side also the, the other side other yeah. side yeah yeah other side yeah other side also <laughs> we I, i i remember more so going to the other side than i do remember to going to melissa's um yeah because around. melissa's father's shop was on the other side of the bus stop this was on the way right. so we packed up yeah. for the 10th yeah. standard i guess most of it 8th and 9th not much 10th standard because we had this extra classes and all we used to get together over there after the classes right summer right classes. right yeah the summer classes yeah <laughs> i don't know why like as we were talking about that it reminded me of uh Ronson and his father coming to pick him up and all that. But yeah. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He used to come on his bike. He used to say, hey, your father came. Yeah. He used to not call. I think during uh, school time, we never used our, our names. It was just a nickname or your father's name. So yeah. <laughs> it's imprinted like when you see that person. Okay. Yeah. Your father's yeah. name yeah. is going to pop up first. Yeah. Yeah, no, true. Very true, very true. Because uh, <laughs> now if you try and think back also, I'm sure like you can remember most of uh, most people's father's names. <laughs> yeah, rather than their <laughs> names. Yeah, 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 no, totally, totally, totally. It's, 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 <laughs> it's funny, but at the same time, you're like, I, I mean, at least I feel like uh, <laughs> looking back on it, I'm like, why did I do that? But now, I mean... you know it's sort of like after maturity you're like okay i shouldn't have done that but back then it was fun yeah yeah i think that yeah. was just a stage of life uh, childish behavior right. what you said earlier yeah 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 but after you sort of like come out of that phase you tend to get a little more knowledgeable and yeah. a little more mature mature you, yeah. you know it's yeah it's just <laughs> but looking back on it it still makes you laugh though like even though some of it is dumb like it still makes you laugh like i remember like a complaint that uh, sister rupal had for my mom when like my mom came down that time because i used to stay with my grandmom right yeah so i remember like my mom coming down one time and uh, she was there she was present when we had one of the parent teacher meetings and i remember sister rupal like indirectly I remember she didn't directly tell her what happened but she indirectly sort of complained yeah. about the Neetika incident yeah. um something about like uh yeah he's uh, he's angry he has anger on the tip of his nose or something yeah. like that so you know like yeah looking back on those things it sort of reminds you like also reminds you of how far we've come and how we've changed for the better so yeah parents teacher meeting i think we were all like okay that is the one day we were all decent and very innocent type of guys no no yeah no not in this no nothing so you're like very silent because that's the day when you get your parents get to see your marks if you're right. uh, having like very bad marks like me <laughs> i used to be like in we used to have the tests in between so 
I used to not score good in the tests and only in the final exam I used to score good marks. So till then I used to get like every time PT uh, parent teacher meeting used to be there. My parents used to like they were made to sit and I was sent out mm-hmm. mainly to complain about me and my parents obviously they come home and they are gonna scold you about it like what you have done so yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think yeah. that kind of, when you look back, looks kind of funny because now you don't have any parent teachers meeting, you're on your own. Right. Uh, let's say there's an organ, call your parents and tell, oh, you look at your son, he's not uh, yeah. getting good marks, make him do something. Because you've crossed that age also, because we have to know our own responsibilities. Yeah. 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 Just to sort of like cap this conversation off, like if you rem- like if you were to take away like three big things you learned from your time in Mount Carmel, what would those things be? Friendship. Hmm. Friendship. Then uh, maybe yeah, I found my first love in high school. School. You remember? True. Yeah. True. True. So that was like kind of a stage then yeah so, yeah then my I guess my short tempered reactions hmm yeah 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 <laughs> I, I mean I remember when you said your first love thing like I remember the whole sort of yeah you kind of in between you were the anchor in between I guess in 10th standard or 9th in that I think it was 10th yeah, it started yeah. in ninth and tenth. You became like a anchor in between. You're like, okay, other person in between who's going to do a the what do you say the mediator? Not not mediator. I'm mean, like you're the middle person that time to yeah uh, like because you were the school people leader and I was the sports minister. So you made a stand. And she was also another minister, way. right? Yeah, some I think cultural or something. Yeah. So you yeah. made a stand in the same place and all. So those like those are the memories that we had. Yeah. 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 I, I speak to her sometime now, but okay, mm. okay. I don't want to go back to the same old uh, what do you say? The feelings. Because uh it kind of took a wrong turn after uh, 10th. So don't want to get yeah. back to that. Just keep normal contact. Get to know. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all. Yeah. Yeah. You sort of make your peace with it after it's taken the wrong yeah. turn, right? Like, you're like, I guess it's not meant to be and you sort of move on. So that is fair. That is fair. But uh, yeah, dude, we're going we're gonna to transition into sort of like this word association game that we tend to play. Uh, with every guest that comes on. Uh, yeah. So basically, I will give you like five different words and you have okay. to respond to these five words, like each word in like three words or in three phrases. So uh, the name of the segment is called Bish Bash Bosh. And the first word is differences. What comes to your mind when I say the word differences? Like three things. Differences, I guess uh, I can say about mindset of, my, mindset of uh, people. Like they have very different mindset when you are going into a, uh, maybe 
doing some work you have a positive mindset and some have a negative mindset so yeah mindset of people then emotions different emotions between people like you know some you connect with some people's emotions uh, when you look at them at at that point moment of time third word yeah that's it i guess third word i not getting it anything anything that's sort of like in your head right now um uh, character mm okay nice. different characters yeah because yeah we just spoke about school so you remember all the characters so right right in different characters we met or we're going to meet in the future yeah true true uh the second word is nuance uh what are some three things that come to your mind nuance mm. i'm going to go with uh i think uh, sentiments of people they they express express themselves very then yeah not getting anything else <laughs> it's okay it's okay i mean if you can't think of anything that's fine but sentiments of people is a really good one because i think like we don't tend to understand what sentiments one might have but it sort of helps like build a connection if you do understand it uh but the third word is uh, learning what comes to your mind when i say the word learning learning it's learning is a i think it's a process you you keep learning in life with your mistakes or with your failures and success you like learn from it then learning learning uh school nice school college uh friendship learn from friendships also the relationships and all yeah mm-hmm. learn experiences so yeah i think i uh, can come up with lots of words for learning like right yeah What comes to your mind when I say the word empathy? Empathy. Empathy. Yeah, I think people should not misuse empathy like to gain that uh, false trust and all. So yeah, then I think empathy also helps in building trust with each other, sharing things. so then empathy yeah i think i'm empathy random act of kindness showing empathy to random people without any selfish deeds like you're not expecting anything back from them so just going out on a limb and helping them whenever like you feel like okay yeah someone's in need yeah. of help 
And the last word for this segment is uh, similarities. What comes to your mind when I say the word similarities? Similarities. Mm. Similarities. Mm. Similarities, I guess it's important, similar in relationships. because you need to have certain things similar where you can uh, match on the same vibe like you know then yeah similarities between us human beings in the competitive world we have a lot of similarities like uh maybe your work uh then uh, similarities mm. i'm i think i'm going to go with friendship because if you're not similar or like familiar enough with uh, the person i don't think it's going to last for long because friendship is like you have that trust and bond between two people where you share things you help out each other so yeah yeah that's it i guess mm-hmm. cool cool fair enough fair enough well thank you so much for playing along on that segment of uh, bash bash we just got two more questions uh well the last one is not really a question but uh, the yeah. first question is uh how do you relate to people i I I think I'm kind of an open straightforward guy because I don't like to hide anything. I want to people to see me as me because once you start hiding things about yourself then people start judging about you so that I don't give people that opportunity to judge about me. You it's like what you see is what you get. I'm not going to sugarcoat anything or uh, I'm just going to be blunt with you just straight going for the kill don't expect me to be like okay it's a softy because some places i think it's required uh, to be blunt because nowadays uh saying no to some things in life i think it's very important at this stage because you can't uh, bear the burden later like the effects of that thing those things when you are supposed to tell no so later on you are going to fall into that ditch and you are going to be like okay what am i going to do now so it's going right. to be too late so yeah with me it's straight forward you get what you see yeah whatever it is i don't like people to come at me with like uh, what do you say uh if you want something from me just ask me directly you don't have, you don't have to ask me like okay what's going on in your life and create that fake environment and make me feel like okay this person cares about me or something like that so just if you have some work and because some people do that they like okay once their work is done they don't even remember later like uh, this person had helped me or something like that so that kind of hurts so i think because of those kind of uh, experiences i've changed myself a bit right 
fair enough yeah that's that's true because you know a lot of the times i think um and you know i mean we don't know what's going on in somebody else's mind but at the same time it's sort of like also understanding that um asking you shall receive is yeah. better than sort of assuming that you know oh this person's going to give me something just because yeah, you know i'm talking to you yeah, so. it's it's like they are, they think they're entitled to get something from me like you or me anyone it might be that's not yeah. be the mindset of a person right 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 totally totally and for the last question which again is not really a question if you want to leave everybody who's listening and watching with uh something positive or something that you'd like to share uh feel free to go ahead and share yeah what i've uh, experienced in life i'm just going to uh, tell something based on that so i think uh, maybe trust the process be patient work hard and uh, be disciplined you are going to get there in the end some day or the other just don't give up yeah that's that, that's something that we all need to sort of remember a lot because i think it's very easy to um it's very easy to sort of lose hope but it's always important to sort of believe and trust yourself and sort of keep going so that is that is a great way to close us off thank you so much bro for doing this i really appreciate you taking the time thank yeah you. thank you yeah. bro yeah not a problem and for those of you listening and watching uh thank you and we'll see you guys next time thank you for listening to this episode of perspective platoon with prateek make sure to follow omkar on his social media accounts and subscribe to the podcast leave a review on the platform of your choice and follow random relatability on social media share your thoughts on the guest introduction post on the random relatability instagram page and also check the description box below for other sources of information and content that we've talked about today if you've made it this far thank you once again I really appreciate you listening to the entire episode and joining in on the conversation. Until next time, stay safe, take care, and don't forget to keep your mind open to different perspectives because you never know, random relatability might just be around the corner.